Welcome to Leaders Who Celebrate. My name is Pamela Bacallion, marketing veteran turned mindfulness teacher. Thanks for joining Chloe, Jerry, Kavita, Martika, and I while we have candid conversations on leadership, mindfulness, and everything in between. Let's get started. This is episode number eight, Grilling Jerry. We are Grilling Jerry. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Jerry. Yes. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Amazing. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself. Who's Jerry? It's a broad question, but I like... know, I know. Um, how do I narrow it down? I, I I'd say I'm an artist, um, which really describes everything that I do. Because um, I mean, the new word is a creative now. I know we use the word creative. Um, but I believe that I'm just a simple artist who is um, constantly trying to contribute to people's evolution, however I can do it through my different forms of art. Because I'm an artist, yes, but I do a lot of things. Um, so, yeah, I have different forms of art. What are some of those forms of art? Oh, <laughs> um, it's it started with um, makeup and fashion. Um, I just recently realized, I think this week, that I'm a costume designer. Because yeah. <laughs> I like to um, create clothes. I like to um, add different things to what exists um, and like tell a story through fashion. So costume design makes a lot of sense. Um, fashion, I paint. I write, I sing, um, I dance. Nobody has ever seen me dance, but I dance in my basement. <laughs> and yeah, so it's different forms of art, yeah. What do you mean no one's ever seen, like nobody sees you dance? Because I'm too shy. To... What's it like? I would love um, to see. It's, well, it's, it's just, I do mostly contemporary. So it's just music in my basement and I'll dance for hours. And yeah, but I, I, that part, I'm just too shy to come out and dance on a stage. Why do you think that is? <laughs> um, I think it's because I judge myself. Um, I'm always, and I'm very hard on myself. So I always feel that I'm not ready to do so. It's not good enough or I need to practice more. Even with the singing, everything I do, I'm always um, maybe comparing myself to others and say, okay, you know what? I don't think I'm ready to do this. But, you know, we're never ready, right? So, but I constantly tell myself, you know, let's wait a few months and years. And then it's been like 20 years. <laughs> I haven't danced in front of people. But yeah, I love to dance. So what would be the difference between like, how can you felt like ready to share like your makeup skills or your costume creation or designing? Like what makes you ready for that, but not for your, the other creative things that you do? Wow, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I think that I'm when I do makeup and when I am in fashion, I'm in control. Um, what I do, how I feel, I, I'm in control, and I'm in, I'm a control freak. So whenever I feel like I'm losing control, that's when I get scared. And I th- I feel that dancing, I I lose that control because I just 
do whatever I feel like doing, right? And at one point, I want to go back to that safe place, which is controlling everything that I do. So I think that's a, it's a form of control. That's so cool. Yeah. Even the singing. When I sing, I, I, yeah, I go into another zone. It gets really intense. People cry. It's just, just a shit show. So I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. So I just go back to what I know I can control. Yeah. Also, the makeup and the fashion probably is exterior, and the rest is you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yes, now it that is. you're now, now that yeah, like you know yeah. we're looking at it, maybe yeah, because you're painting on a face. Yes, it's not about me. It's not me. your face. Even the fashion I'm dressing. Other, oh, you're so right. Yes, yes. And so I'm no just looking at it that on way. Me. The spotlight. I yeah. I kind of run away from it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Jerry, you seem like such a mysterious person to me, and I've got to say that I'm mysterious. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> loving to get to know you from episode to episode. Um, Thank you. My my question for you is, what makes you laugh? What brings you joy? <laughs> <laughs> what brings me joy? Um, food. Yes, I <laughs> It does. We've talked it about does, this. It, it does. does. <laughs> when I see good food, I laugh. I, I think yes, food, food, and um, um, I guess it's two things. First, it's the little things. Like to, this morning, I was um, when I woke up, I, I wasn't feeling too good, but when I got outside and I saw the sun, I started smiling. It's just the little things that bring me joy. Um, moments, conversations, uh, a song, especially music. Music, I have a very special relationship with music. Um, and um, seeing other people happy also, it's kind, of, it's kind of contagious. But I'm always laughing. Like, I'm always, you know, there's always something funny. And I don't take life seriously. I, I really don't. It's, it's, cool. it's scary at times. But I, it's not that serious. Yeah. Love it. It's cool. Um, what, like, what advice do you have? Like, I, yeah, I guess I would say I struggle with, like, what I wear or, because I just, I used to be, I used to care so much about clothes and, and fashion and, and, like, throughout high school and after, and now I just really, I just want to be, like, as comfortable as possible all the time, mm -hmm. and I, like, live in, like, the same three pairs of Lululemons, and I just, like, alternate, and, and, and sweatshirts, and I actually love, like, fall and winter because I love to have an excuse to wear, like, a big, cozy sweatshirt. And I feel like I've, like, lost touch with loving to, like, dress up and, like, experiment um, with, like, my, my style and clothing. Like, what advice would you have for me or other people that feel that way? Um, whenever I, I, I go shopping with clients or we do um, wardrobe therapy... I tend to ask um, why you're in this place. You're in this space, I mean. Because um, there's a reason, you know. If you have a genuine love for, for fashion, you dress up, and at one point you just want to wear sweatpants. And, you know, they, we all go through phases in life. So I find that if you're in that space and you want to um, go back to how things were, you know, caring about fashion, you want to ask yourself why you're in that space, you know, and, and try to understand, because there's nothing wrong with wearing sweatpants and whatnot, 
Um, but at one point when you feel like you're not yourself or you're not comfortable, like you would want to do more about your style, I think it would be to try to figure out. Because a lot of people ask me, you know, how can I change my style? But a lot of people are not necessarily ready to do it. They're not confident with their their um, their size, how they feel. Some people gained weight, lost weight, whatever the reason. Um, so it's those little factors that we're not trying to look at and we're trying to um, avoid and blame it on, I'm not inspired or I, I, there's nothing out there in the stores. That's not true. It's just maybe you that is not, you know, in a good place. Not you, me particularly, but um, so, Yeah. Because I, I can't understand, um, no, not, I can't understand. A passion is a passion. It's there, you know, if you love clothes, if you love to dress up. Because, for instance, what you do when you have to meet clients or events, how how is it for you to transition from, or you wear the Lululemons when you do your events? No, not when I do my events. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to a meeting, I was actually just talking about this in another episode. When I'm, when I'm going to a meeting, I will wear, like, what I'm comfortable in because I know okay. I'll... I'll feel my best and I'll feel like uh, myself the most and I don't feel like I'm in like a bad place it's just like this is where I've come to and I like I feel comfortable and I like mm-hmm. dressing like this because I feel I feel good okay it's more like should I dress like this and is this like allowed um but you're right in that like when I'm like skinnier I do get more excited about shopping and like experimenting with clothing but I don't feel bad Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So when you skip, so your weight fluctuates. You mean or yeah, okay. over the years, yeah. Okay. And I do get, I get really excited when like I can, I guess fit into the kind of stuff that I li- I like to, the, the kind of stuff that catches my eye when I'm in a mall. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe that, maybe that's it. It's like that, that kind of stuff. If it doesn't fit me, um, then I'm just not inspired to like. Yeah. Like why bother? You just yeah, want to wear maybe. comfortable clothes. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 to be true to yourself and to yeah, to be real with, you know, the reasons and then see how you can fix it, you know, and see, you know, if it's the weight, if it's whatever it is. And I find that um, should you wear this and I, I don't follow rules. And it's a lot of people ask me, you know, when they're going out, I always get messages from people saying, OK, I have this event. Should I wear jeans? Should I wear I. I stopped caring a while ago what I should wear, what is uh, formal, not formal. It's really how I feel. If I want to wear a ball gown to McDonald's, I will wear the ball gown. Um, I've actually done it. Um, (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's really how I feel. It's a very selfish thing, but it's really how I feel. And people are, it's just take it or leave it type thing. So, yeah. Um, I, I feel like I have like two questions. I don't really know how to articulate them, but I, I perceive you as someone that's um, body image advocate. I don't know if that's how you label yourself necessarily. And I, I just want to know what, have you always been, you seem confident to me. Have you always been this confident? What was your journey to, to getting to that place? If not, or if you've always been confident, like what's what's the trick behind it, or what's the story behind it all? You guys have amazing questions. I think wow. before we go there, maybe Martika, share why it's important to you. 
I think the listeners would benefit from that a lot. And maybe oh, that will give some insight okay. to Jerry also to answer and to share. I think this would be a good moment if you feel comfortable enough to. Turn the tables on my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a full episode on you. But since you're bringing the topic up, I think it's mm. a nice opportunity. And I think, I mean, we can all relate here. Actually, I don't feel comfortable sharing it. So okay. I'm going to pass it back. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so the question uh, was about my journey. How did I, how did I get to that? Yeah, point? to a place where you're comfortable in your uh... in my own skin. Mm-hmm. You mean? Um... Mm-hmm. I I don't want to say that I've always been confident. And the thing is with the industry now, and there's a lot of labels, you know, with modeling and curves and this and that. And I find that we're putting a lot of pressure on, on, on ourselves as to finding a label, but I never really paid attention to how I, my shape in the sense that I, I buy whatever fits. I just buy clothes. Or whatever. But nowadays people are so obsessed with labels. Are you plus size? Are you regular size? Are you in the middle? Curves, not curvy. Um, one girl told me she's really thin. And then she says, you know, because now people are saying real women are curvy. And then the girl's like, yeah, but I have no curves. So I, does that mean I'm not a real woman? You know what I mean? Because at mm. one point we're just too obsessed with labels. And I've never paid attention to that. Because to me, um, my size, my height is not the reason why I don't get that job that I applied for. I don't think about these things. You know, I just go about my day. It's when someone says, do you feel confident? I'm like, I have to sit down and think and say, oh, well, I guess I am. I guess because I'm not, but you know what I mean? Has it's, it always been like that though? Have or Because it's always, because I realized that um, I know that we are, um, we limit ourselves personally, but um I find that sometimes people are the reason why we start feeling self-conscious or we start wondering, is there something wrong with me? Because you just go about your day, you dress up, you go to work, you hang out with your friends. But sometimes it's always a comment or society or something that makes you think, you know, maybe there is something wrong with me. So I don't, I don't think about it. And, um, and like I said, I, the way I look is not the reason why I don't get what I want. You know, there's other reasons why I don't get what I want. So, um, yeah, I just don't think about it. Yeah. Is it, um, is it fair to say, I think that that question is a bit, um, um, I don't know how to explain it, but wouldn't you say there's days where you feel confident and days where you feel less confident? I think it's something that fluctuates. Like, you know, it's like, are you always confident? Always? Because I don't I didn't, I didn't, I, no, I'm not always confident. Um, let's just say it's at a steady level, certain days it's higher, but it's steady. It's not, it's not that I'm not confident. It's just, and again, it's weird to say this, but I don't think about it, you know, cause I just go, I, every day I go about my day now. Um, and I'm a fixer. So if there's something that I don't like, um, I'll try to fix it. If it's the weight, well, I'll start working out. If it, and I know it sounds easy, it's easier said than done, but um, I'm always trying to find a solution if there's something wrong. You know, because we were even talking to my friends about, um, I mean, I'm talking about surgery, Botox, and all that good stuff. And would you do it and whatnot? And for me, if you know, at one point I need a little injection, I will. I don't care. 
you know it's just <laughs> i'm <laughs> all for it i mean yeah because for me it's because i know a lot of people say yeah but you're supposed to love yourself you're supposed to be comfortable um you don't have to in the sense that if something that really bothers you like your nose you feel like you want to reduce it because it takes it takes up your whole face well you think it takes up your whole <laughs> face um it's not for me to judge and say you shouldn't do it, right? Because some people, after they do it, minor surgery, they feel better. So why not? You know, and it's there for that. So um, I'm more of a fixer. So if anything's not right, well, I'll try to fix it. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, um, you said earlier you were, you consider yourself a creative. Um, is that something that you always felt you were from a young age or is it something that you allowed yourself to become? Is it something that you developed over time? Like, can you talk to us a little bit about that? I think I've always, I've always been like that. I feel that it, uh, from my, as a young age, you know, I think all, a lot of creatives or artists have pretty much the same story. Um, going through your mother's closet, um, picking out clothes, uh, painting uh yeah i've always i've always Thank loved you. to try different things and um I, I can't remember a time where i wasn't creating something writing or coming up with a play in my head and it's weird because although i'm not singing um every day i see myself on stage every single day so yeah i know i know but i've i've i started singing at 11 um I was performing for years and then I stopped. So I did, yeah, that's another conversation. <laughs> but I did stop and then um, I decided to go back. But yes, I have that vision of me on stage constantly. Um, yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with it. I admire that very much because as an artist as well, um, I feel like growing up or over time, art was off limits, off the table. Like it wasn't allowed to kind of dive into that because like by who like who mostly like my i guess my mom, mm -hmm. my mom. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, what i wanted to talk like, about it's yeah. Not serious yeah, enough, yeah it's not good enough mm -hmm. it's not real enough it's like yet mom was there at the art show rooting yeah. for you yes she was yeah but yeah they show up they root yeah. but it's just getting there you yeah. know you have to yeah. i could have been in that a long time ago you mm. know but like I think it was like once I put my foot down and I was like, this is something that I really want to do. Then mm -hmm. it was respected. But I feel like at a younger age, when I yeah. didn't have the confidence to put my foot down and say, this is something that I want to do. And it was kind of more of like a, hey, maybe I could do this. Like, I felt like the feedback was always like, no, that's not serious enough. It's not good enough. It's not realistic enough. It's yeah. not... Uh, proper enough you know mm. like you can't be an artist or you can't be a writer or you can't you know because yeah I also do many different things mm -hmm. like you and so that's what I was kind of wondering because I admire the fact that like I mean I don't know what your journey is obviously and mm -hmm. I admire the fact that you say like no from from a young age you always found yourself kind of like gravitating towards that because I feel like I did also but then I always had to counter and like tell myself I'm not allowed to do these things because they're not Good. What what I was gravitating towards, it was always behind closed door in my room. Okay. Like, you know, so the okay, typical, so yeah, school and the university and the whole nine. I mean, I went through all of that, but a part of me felt like that's not what I wanted to do. And um, I was I was talking to a friend of mine a few years ago, and and I was complaining about how my parents don't get me. They don't get you know what I want to do. And um, one my friend told me that did you ever consider that? your parents don't have an example of 
an artist who's successful. They don't know anyone who's... Because when you think about it, what they know are the doctors, the accountants, the this, the that, the nurses. That's their example. That's their. That's what they know. Now, if they had met someone who paints and has this big house with kids and you know how they, they, they picture <laughs> our lives to be, um, they would feel more comfortable to say, oh, you can do it because... I've seen a few people do it, not just one, but a few people. And I thought it was an interesting perspective. Um, That's an amazing clue, actually. I don't know if we spoke about this, I think in another episode, Mm -hmm. but using someone as an anchor or something as a model in order to validate a reality in our own lives. I think it was about... um, Maybe Jenna Kutcher and her... Relationships. And and actually it was relationships and 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 body shapes like that the guy is so handsome and athletic and she's like round and voluptuous and yet you know he would choose her and she went on the media and spoke about it but like having an anchor of someone who um, who reminds you of what you can have and see the well it is possible is something mm-hmm. attainable uh i think that's a very important point and i guess we all need these people we absolutely need to, and i guess that's what instagram also does for us when we find someone and we follow someone that okay she's doing it though it's possible you know and um but definitely when she said that you see it's like for what you do as a black woman we can only think of oprah but then there's only one oprah and he was saying how you know that's what they know but after that if I tell my mom I want to be like Oprah, she'll be like, uh, what, what do you mean? Like, I don't, there's only one Oprah. What do you mean? You know? So different examples. Oprah and sings. <laughs> Does Oprah Does sing? sing? I don't know. I don't know either. But um, definitely when he told me that, it kind of calmed me down and I understood where it came from. And um, and my mom is not on social media. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't know any other people that does what I do. So for her, it's, it's scary, you know, because she's like, I don't know if it's going to work because I don't know anybody that does that. So it really helped me. Um, But at the same time, I don't see myself doing anything else. Um, So I I have no choice but to keep on going. Yeah. So then what is what is a typical day in your life? Like in detail, like not a not a crazy, exciting day, but not like a completely like relaxed day either. But, I don't have any relaxed days. Okay, so um, <laughs> so yeah, typical day from like you know what time do you wake up? What time do you go to bed? And what happens in between? Oh, that's getting very personal. Eh? <laughs> wake up seven, regardless of how late I go to sleep. Um, go to sleep when it's time. Uh, yeah, I go to sleep very late. Um, Depends on the day. Usually it starts with the meditation, yoga. That's the ideal situation. Um, And emails, moving forward with my projects, meetings, um, events. As a a blogger, there's a lot of events at night. During the day, there are a few, but it's mostly at night. Um, Yeah, and then I'll just try to take some time to go to the spa during the day. In the morning, early in the morning, I like to do the thermal experience in the morning um yeah so it's mostly emails projects and just try to take the time to travel also to get inspired but it's it's there's a routine though you know some people feel that they think that I have like this crazy life and it's fun but it's still a routine you know as an entrepreneur you have a routine you have no choice but to have one and um you, you still have to follow this some sort of a nine to five type schedule because the people that you're talking to that work in offices, 
you know, I can't email someone at 11 p.m., right? Because I'm not going to get a response. So you still have to follow some form of, I mean, you guys probably do the same. Yeah, absolutely. I actually feel, I don't know if you feel this way also, but mm. I feel guilty sometimes because I don't have like a nine to five. Is that weird? Does anyone else feel that way? I feel like I know you spoke guilty. a little bit about, mm. um, on another episode you had spoken about like feeling guilty to take your your three hours in the beginning of the day to like do your own thing you're like I should be doing something else or whatever but yeah sometimes I feel like like I don't know I guess lack of like it's just I don't know why I feel guilty sometimes <laughs> but I, um because people have said things about the fact that you're not no I don't it? think it's it's it comes from my own like I don't know. The mind. Does anyone else <laughs> want to like, give an opinion? Martika, I see you nodding over there. Do you, can you identify with that? Do you feel guilty? Like sometimes? Like, yeah. Gonna... Like I'll like, I'll like sometimes structure my day like just to do stuff like from nine. <laughs> so I don't feel bad, but it's actually not even important. Yeah, same. Like I have an agenda. <laughs> like I put everything I in my agenda. I time block, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, time blocking makes me feel more like efficient and like, I'm so serious. Yeah, serious. So meeting certain days, you guys have nothing to do? Well, not that there's, like, there's always things to Mm -hmm. do, but, like, it's not that important, like, but I'll just, like, schedule things in just to... Yeah. Why do you think we do that? Well, I think it's good to do that because when you don't have someone dictating your day for you... It can be very easy to not get the things done that you need to it's get true, done. Definitely. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's out of guilt that I'm saying. Like okay. sometimes, yeah. yeah, sometimes for sure you have to do it to keep busy and is, like you say. But sometimes it's out of guilt. I'll just fill it up. Is it, okay. Is it bad to? <laughs> is it bad to? But does it end up being like? Does it end up working in your favor? Or not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> because who sees that schedule? Just me. Okay. <laughs> So it's, for, so it's for you. I, I understand what you mean. Certain days I'll do a to-do list. Yeah. And I look at my to-do list. I'm like, Jerry, you're, it's full of shit. Like, there's nothing <laughs> serious, you know, but I will point, you know, point out what I have to do to make myself. Because you know what idea like, of the cycle that is? Because you know that your hormones play a huge role. <laughs> I know Chloe's like giving me the... Mm. <laughs> I have this app called, what is it called again? Like hormone astrology. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Hormone astrology. Thank you, Chloe. Hormone horoscope is what it's. Is that right? Yeah. It, it has nothing to do with horoscopes, but it's like mm-hmm. um, day by day. You get like I get an alert at I think I put it in my phone at eight in the morning, and it tells you exactly where you are in your cycle and depending on statistics and how um, hormones fluctuate in your body, mm-hmm. it will it will indicate moods and and and. <laughs> No, no, and it's it, and and yeah. certain days like before I be, sometimes I forget it's gonna pop up at eight and then I feel a certain way and I'm like, huh, okay, okay, that makes sense, okay, you know, like uh, so I wonder if certain times where you feel like more in, in, like wanting to control or pulling back or certain days where you want to like be more you know slouchy mode or like you know have a nap I think, or I think for me it's like. Um, I'm not where I want to be yet. And so that's where the guilt comes from. Mm. If I was where I wanted to be, then I think maybe I would feel less guilty. I think that's a whole other episode that because is, mm, because, episode. because yeah. where I want to be yet, that will, you know, and once you're there, you're going to be like, oh, but I want to be there. And uh, and I don't think 
I'm sure, but I get where she's saying. I, no, no, like I, I understand yeah, it. What the moment there's, there's, a, there's a, a plateau of like, okay, I'm here. And then obviously you're always going to have goals of like, okay, but I want to be here, but I want to... But there's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's a line where it's like, this is how the norm, like, you know what I mean? This is Your where norm, I should yeah. be. Mm-hmm. We've had this talk with Kavita and it's according to who, according to what... And and Isn't who, that you decide though? We decided for ourselves. Did you decide for yourself? What? The norm. Like oh, yeah, your norm. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. we decided. We've it's had this conversation. It's myself, like, We've had this conversation yeah. many times. Because some people that. you would tell them what yes, I agree. Money. <laughs> but some people would listen to where you are, what you're doing, and be like, oh my god, but then you're fine. What you're there. Why would you want to why it's would very you want personal, more? huh? But I realize that sometimes you're like you're always you're never mm. satisfied you mm. always want more and at one point it's true um what will make you feel like okay like I'm good. I mean the Maslow that we were talking about like as soon as the base is met and then maybe the second tier also then I'll be like okay this is good you don't okay. know that though because once you get to that second tier maybe you'll be like ah, I don't know because then it becomes your new normal yes and then it that you get used to that and then that doesn't satisfy you anymore for the you type want, of personality yeah. that I think you have, and I have, and maybe a lot of us have. Overachievers. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. It's um, true. It's true. And now we're here, and now it's like, well, that that becomes it, and that's like back down to what you where you think you are now. That's like what it becomes. Yeah, and I get bored too. That is why yeah. celebrate. Yeah, we all have variety. Um, not sure, Martika, maybe as a primary value, but we, yeah, we're very much into variety. As people, mm-hmm. variety of everything. Um, um, job. It's more Partners. of the specific needs, mm-hmm. uh, the basic needs to feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I personally feel like I need a balance, a good balance of both variety and consistency. Of course. <laughs> I mean, so you guys want to go to Chloe Chloe here for sure. It's not going to be simple. That is your new podcast <laughs> nickname. It has to be like Chloe you know. Chloe. Um, okay, so you mentioned before, Jerry, that, um, you know, your day consists of, like, a lot of, like, events in the evening because you're a blogger, so you're invited to this and that. How does, like, an aspiring blogger get to that point? Like, how do you get on these, like, media lists? And how do you how do you get to a point where instead of wishing that you would get invited, that you're now choosing <laughs> which ones, which events to go to? Like, what's that... What's that process like? That's a solid question, Kavita. Yeah, what's that process like? In Like, what would your general advice be? But also, like, what was your personal, you know, journey to this point? Ooh, that's like 45 to one hour. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's super in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, no, it's super simple. Um, like you said, wishing that you would want to be invited and just actually doing it. I have a lot of friends, and I get asked that question pretty much every day you do um because people are how do i do it how do i do it just by trying by sitting down and wondering how you'll you'll never know how you just have to do it and i always feel that my story i can share it but yours will be completely different but a lot um, of sorry but a lot of these events are it's mm-hmm. not just like you can't just go and show up at them these are like invite only yes events yes. so how do you get on the list yeah how do you get to the, <laughs> get yeah, on the list that's what i mean <laughs> You can't just, a lot of people can't just make the decision to participate. I'm not going to lie, Jerry. I've seen 
you at events a few times on social media and I'm like, I wonder if she gets a plus one and maybe one time I can ask her if I can go with her. <laughs> um, I do get a plus one and yes, I will invite you. <laughs> no problem. My pleasure. Um, well, you, well, the basic um, stru- structure is that companies hire PR companies, right? And then the PR company, their job is to fill the space with people um, that are interested in their products, who will share the information, will talk about it. So that's just the basics of it. So if you start your brand by sharing different things, sharing your experience, um, and then adding a a website, a blog to it, and writing and being consistent, um, people will start contacting you. And you can also... um, send emails to PR companies to say, this is what I'm interested in. I love cars, I love flowers, I love dogs. And then um, if ever you have events that are around that those kind of areas, please invite me. And then you build relationships from there. And um, also you have to be kind to people. I find that some people, especially with the influencers nowadays, because of the numbers of followers they have, they're extremely uh, ungrateful and rude in the sense that they people owe them. They feel like they that you owe them an, uh, an invitation, they have to get paid, you know, and you kind of lose the purpose of why you're doing this. Because um, I know some people start their Instagram just because they want to get paid. Uh, but you can tell at a certain point, you can tell that it what your motivation is. Um, but yeah, you just build your, whatever you want to build, you you build it. And, you know, a lot of people ask me how, but um, just like Gary Vee, he always says, you know, um, all the information is online. You can find the information online. Just Google and say how to start a blog, how to become an influencer, and you'll have a list. Follow the list from point one. to Don't skip a, a part. Just do every single thing that needs to be done, and you'll get there, you know? Yeah. It's so true. It just it comes back down to, like, hey, put in the work. Yeah, um, definitely. Find someone that you admire. Figure out what their, you know, first 100 steps were mm-hmm. and actually take those steps and and when you follow someone, you can figure out, like, where they, you know, kind of, like, having a mentor, even if you don't have, like, direct contact with the yeah. person, they share yeah. their stories, mm-hmm. where they kind of messed up, mistakes they made, so you can avoid those. But I, I really like the tip that you gave about, instead of just waiting, because that's something I believe in big time, instead of just waiting for something to come your way, go out and ask Step for up. it. So I, like, I love the tip about reach out to these PR companies that are the ones that are doing these invites mm-hmm. and filling these mm-hmm. events and being like, hey, this is what I do. Take a look. I do share. I, you know, I genuinely care about, you know, these five different things and these are my interests and I would love, I would love to come. And I think you need to also show that you're of value in some way that you're not just. That's what I was going to say because PR companies are always looking for more people because in the end, if I'm throwing a party and there's like 600 people in the room, but they're. 600 people that will allow the brand to either make more money or expand or whatever, they'll gladly take you. But you have to know your worth and know what you bring to the table and be creative as to, um, you know, just be yourself to to show that, okay, there's something about you. You're unique in what you do, your delivery, how some people, they get invited because they just dress really well and it looks good on pictures. <laughs> so, but you if you're into fa- you yeah, if well. you're into fashion, you love your just dress up and I have a friend of mine, she's always dressing up so nicely that at one point someone's like, "Okay, you come come to the event." And then they realize that she's actually passionate about fashion, but find, you know, your your style and then be it writing on how you deliver the information, you want to start a YouTube channel, whatever it is, you know, but you have to start. A lot of people are asking themselves and but they're not necessarily doing anything 
So, um, and when you start, you'll know how and you'll find your voice. Because at first, sometimes it's just tough to, to know what you're going to talk about and how you're going to talk about it. But once you get into it, you try trial and error and then you find, you know, the right path. It's just, yeah, how it works. If we were to close the interview, maybe with one thing, like what's on your mind these days? Vacation. Or let's say vacation. Yes. Where? Yes. Um, where? 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 <laughs> where? Um, whoa, wait, wait. Uh, where did... Oh, I had it. I forgot. I want to go to Italy. Okay. I really want to go to Italy. Because um, two years ago, not 2000, uh, not last year, but the year before, um, I used to travel every month. Um, and I missed that. I spent like a year and a half. No, I went to Havana, but that doesn't count because it was such a bad trip. Um, <laughs> that was last year. And the whole year I did not move and I, I'm falling apart. Like I need to leave. So I'm going to Fashion Week in a few days So in New York. So that's exciting. But it's not vacation though, right? I'll be working. So I need the Tuscan sun this year. Mm -hmm. Voilà. <laughs> I think you might want to talk to Kavita about that because she really wants to go to Italy too. But that's another. You've been? I haven't been. I want. Um, I want to go. Yes. I went last summer. Amazing. It was great. Nice. Where'd you go? Oh. I went to the north, um, the north of Italy. So I didn't see so much, but I did like Milan. I did the north, um, west coast. So I did uh, Forte di Mari. Mm -hmm. Um, Liguria and Portofino and kind of like that area. How was it? It was amazing. It's really great. Yeah. It's beautiful. Italy is wonderful. So Tuscan sun for Jerry. Yes. Oh, and Haiti too. I have to throw in Haiti. I have to go to. And Haiti. Haiti and Italy. I'd be in a good place. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for playing along and You're very welcome and answering all our questions. Um, yeah, that was grilling Jerry. <laughs> <laughs>